You are listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White, and today's episode is called Two Types of Business. This episode is for you if you're starting out in your business and you really want to make it work and you're getting ready for success, but you're not quite sure how it's going to happen. I want to give you a couple of ideas on how to get it right, right from the get-go so that you don't have to compare yourself with others or beat yourself up or feel frustrated by your blocks. There are reasons that you feel this way and have these blocks. And what I cover today is going to help you get really clear on this. Firstly, in my experience, there are two main types of business people and therefore two types of ways to run your business. And this is kind of the introduction to this episode. I want to put it to you that when you know which type of person you are, you're more easily going to find your best way of doing business and follow a straight line to getting there. Now, imagine yourself realizing that you're a certain type of person and a certain way of doing business is going to work best for you. And you can just follow that path instead of wishing you were like somebody else. Imagine what that would be like. This is what today's episode is all about. I want to talk briefly about the concept of knowing yourself. And let me say that it's essential for anybody who is a coach to develop and consistently work on self-awareness, that is to know yourself. And that's really important in the context of running your business. If you're helping your clients do this as a first part of, of their coaching program, which you should be doing, it's also in, important that you're doing this for yourself. This is actually a whole bigger topic, but I wanted to introduce the concept here so that you're aware of it and to set the scene for today's episode. Now, I'm going to talk about two types of business people. And I want you to listen to this and see if you hear yourself more in one type than another. You might be a blend of the two, but I'm just going to talk about the two opposite ends of the spectrum today so that you might start to pick up some patterns and start to get some clues as to what you need to do to run your business effectively. I'm talking about this topic from the perspective of my experience of working with hundreds of people in business over the past 25 years. So it's anecdotal evidence that I've accumulated and formulated over that time. And it does tie in nicely to some of those quizzes and personality tests and those sorts of things that you get. The first type, which we'll just call type one, is the person who is an influencer, a self-starter, a real entrepreneur, a people person who's out there, and possibly also a bit of a questioner. There are typically at least one of these types of people. They're self-motivated, and more importantly, they're more intrinsically motivated. That means that their motivation to do things and to build business comes from within themselves. It's entirely generated by what they think and want, not by what other people think or perceive. These people are often, but not always, extroverted. They tend to be the sorts of people who are leaders. They might lead groups. They might be community leaders. They're often well-networked and have a ton of contacts, even if they're on the introverted side. They love being in contact with a lot of people and being the driving force for groups, movements, and various activities. 
I want to throw in the questioner thing here too, and this is in the context of Gretchen Rubin's four tendencies model. Questioner types generally are more intrinsically motivated to do things than the other tendencies. In fact, that's a key part of who they are in terms of forming habits. And it's not to say that every questioner will be outgoing and extroverted and entrepreneurial, but they are at the very least self-motivated. So I want to put them into this type one category here. In my humble opinion, and in my experience working with people to start out businesses, these sorts of personality types tend to be very successful in their own right. And what I mean by that is that these people are the types that rarely rely on others to move forward or get things done. Yes, they get help. They are the type to build teams around them, but they don't actually need other people to help them get motivated or take steps forward in their business. They're totally capable of drawing together the right people to help them maintain and quickly grow and scale a business that will be profitable. That's because they have that internal drive. Nothing will stop them. They're not worried about what other people think or what their competitors are doing. They're just driven to bring their idea to the world. Sounds great, doesn't it? But everybody has challenges and the main challenge that these people face might be a lack of structure, perhaps not very good bookkeeping or other sorts of systems in their business. Or if they are questioners, they might tend to overanalyze things and get stuck at times, get bogged down in that overanalytical thinking. But even despite this, they know that they need to hire or involve or subcontract work to smart people who can do things for them. Or especially they might get their own coach. I've worked with a lot of these types of people uh, actually because they seek out coaching, knowing that it's going to help them to overcome their obstacles and knowing that getting that support is critical to their success. So probably what you're hearing now is two main things. Their motivation comes from, from within themselves and they will actively seek out help because they know it's a vehicle to overcoming their obstacles to success. So if you're starting out in business right now, and this sounds like you, you as you're this type of person, then you probably have a good chance of succeeding without needing much from others, assuming, of course, that you have a valid business idea. If you're this type of person with a crazy idea that has no legs and hasn't been feasibility tested, then you probably will fail. But you will keep going until you find the answer. If you're this kind of person, you might need to get some people to support you in terms of probably the structures in your business or perhaps creating content for your programs. But know that you're a master of positioning, promoting and being seen. You generally have big networks. And so building a successful business is going to be pretty easy for you. You just need someone to talk to to help you get the ideas out of your head and put some structure around them. The great thing about you and your personality type and traits is that you have a captive audience and it's easy for you to get to know people that you want to work with because you understand their needs and then it's easy for you to craft a business that services those needs. You're very focused on that. The second type of person I'm going to call the supporter or manager or obliger. I've got a business personality quiz, which I'll link you to. And if you want to take that quiz, you can define yourself as the entrepreneur, the manager or the technician, which kind of aligns with what I'm talking about today. 
Uh, the manager type may be a little more introverted and is typically quite organised. They don't like being in the limelight particularly or being seen in a leadership role. And they might find it hard to connect with people. They may feel even exhausted about the idea of having to network and be out there all the time. Or they may have fears about that, or they may just dislike doing it. If you're this kind of person, you may not be as intrinsically motivated. You may not be as much of a strategic thinker. And that means that you might struggle with creating a vision for your business that truly excites you. One other thing to mention, I've tapped into Gretchen Rubin's tendency model again, and I'm thinking about the obliger type here. I've come across people in this category who are obligers, which means that your ability to make change or to pick up habits probably hinges on being able to do things for the benefit of other people or only with the accountability from others. So if you are an obliger type, and I would encourage you to do Gretchen Rubin's quiz, it's great. It's a really insightful quiz. It might mean that you need to get accountability to complete tasks and move forward in your business. In other words, you need external motivators and drivers, which is the opposite of type one. I've actually seen this time and again. I've seen well-meaning obliger or supporter types who want to help everybody but cannot help themselves in their own business. They're often not willing to ask for help and feel that they should be able to do it on their own or feel like they would be a failure if they ask for help. If you aren't intrinsically motivated, if you're not a self-starter, if you have to force yourself to do certain things or if you can't create a meaningful vision, then your success might be more difficult to achieve or it might take you longer to achieve it. But don't worry, you might just need to learn to ask for some help, for some external support and accountability in order to succeed, especially when it comes to marketing. You're probably going to be more successful in some sort of a partnership, collaboration or team environment or where you're working with a company that can help you with marketing. Once again, I've seen this time and again, and the people who have succeeded have often done well in a more of a collaborative situation with their business partnering with another. I want to talk about what these two people look like in the real world. I know someone who is a type one person, and once she understands the process of how to do specific tasks or functions, she simply schedules those things and gets on with them. Sure, she has a bit of fear in the beginning, but after the first three or four times, she knows that she'll be fine with it and she'll just get on and get over that painful first step. She promotes herself. She challenges herself to get uncomfortable. She puts her stuff out there online and in person. She meets people. She signs up clients and she runs programs. She is such a self-starter. She's super determined to do what it takes to succeed and she'll ask help for things that are specific needs along the way, but is generally very self-motivated and self-accountable. Now compare that with a type two person, probably a bit more like me. I've been able to build my own program which and run a successful business, do all of the research on my target market and get very clear on how to meet the needs of my audience by piloting my program. But I will say that my success in all areas of business over the years in three different industries has happened because I've been in partnerships or collaborations. 
I'm not always a self-starter. I do have a lot of internal drive, but it's not as strong as that type one person. It's not that get up in the morning and want to save the world no matter what kind of thing. And I'm okay with that. I don't want to or like to do all of that handshaking and blah, 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 talking to people, marketing, detailed launch processes or networking events. No, thanks. That's not me. And the great thing is that because I know myself and I know my strengths, I play to those strengths. And one of my greatest strengths in business is my ability to find partners that I can work with to leverage my strengths and build successful businesses. I've done this three times. Could I have done it on my own? Possibly, but unlikely. Or if it, if I had been successful on my own, it probably would have taken me twice as long and I might have lost interest. I don't need a team, but I do like bouncing ideas off people. I like reality checking my ideas. I like getting peer review for quality. And I prefer to work with other people closely and with synergy rather than delegating tasks to someone and hoping they get done. The type one person is a lot more likely to delegate a task and leave that person to it and then wait and see what they get back. I prefer to work alongside people collaboratively and understand what they're doing and make sure that it suits my needs. Maybe I'm fussy. <laughs> so if you're this kind of person, if that resonates with you and you're starting out in business, I want you to think carefully about how your business might evolve from here onwards. Who would be on your support team? What might you need to outsource? Who could you collaborate with if you're a type two person and why? Which areas are you good at and where do you need help? This actually applies to both types. But be clear that for one of you, if you're a type one, you're more likely to be intrinsically motivated and the way that you look at your business and build your business and work with people is probably going to be a lot different than if you're a type two. Right now, I want to say stop comparing yourself to others and beating yourself up. If you're doing this, you can stop right now. <laughs> Don't judge yourself. Doing all of those things is just going to be a roadblock to success. If you don't like marketing or if you love marketing but hate systems or if you see somebody else doing things a certain way and you wish you were like them but you know that you're not that kind of person, you can stop. It's not going to get you anywhere. I invite you to settle on who you are as a person, to make peace with that, with loving your unique self. Identify your strengths, work on those things, figure out what you're good at and how you can amplify those strengths and build your business in line with that. Find the right people to support you along the way and get on with it. I know you can do it. All you need to do is start. So just to wrap up today, my episode today was a little bit shorter because it's really about big picture thinking. Zooming out and thinking about the two main types of personality that I've seen in business and how each one can succeed, but in a slightly different way. Did you identify yourself in one of those two types? Which one are you? I'm curious to know. And if you're interested in learning more, take my free quiz on business personality types. I'll put a link to this in the show notes. Thanks so much for being here. Once again, we're getting close to Christmas and I'm excited about having a bit of a break soon, but I'll see you next week. Have a great week and bye for now.